Welcome to the Kings of the North. Yeah. Go. Hey-o. So good to be back after a week of regular season oh, football. It's so good to have football back. That's right. Rob with an H here. Flanked by Professor Pigskin. Want to know, baby? Here we go. The beefcake. The smothering, smothering cheesecake defense. <laughs> and joining us this week, a regular on the Kings of the North. Dopola Sausage has joined us. Shoot the thrill, play to kill. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Excellent. Good to be with you, fellas. Um, What a week it's been. Already it's been a just... I'm just so happy to have it back. I'm at a loss for words having a regular season football with us. Um, We've seen a lot. The highs have been high. The lows have been low. The The, middles have been creamy. The ties have been ties. The ties. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love a week one tie. There's nothing quite like it. Nothing. (laughs) We'll talk about that. uh, Talk about that here. It's all downhill from here. But uh, thanks for joining us. I assume if you're listening that you spent all day Sunday watching football that you watched on Monday night, um, that you watched on Thursday night. Um, that your entire life has been what else is subsumed there to, by football. What else is there to do, Rob? Eat a lot of greasy food, drink a lot of American lagers, you name it, baby. Sure. That's right. None of that German shit. Hell no. no. None of that. Not this league. It's disgusting. Couldn't be. All-American podcast. Uh, well, let's begin, gentlemen. Uh, let's, As we are wont to do, let's, uh, let's head to that water cooler. Because uh, especially after week one, it's time to talk about uh, our observations. It's time to chat a little bit. Let's begin chronologically. Ooh, good word. All four of us. Uh, do you do you need to explain that to Beefcake? What that word means? He'll he'll pick up on it. Whatever. He's getting better at context clues. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Context means like <laughs> it's like if you think of like a box and it's like something fits in the there. Box, the box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that later. Oh yeah, boy, that's right. Okay, uh, let's begin with the opening game of the 2019 NFL regular season. 100th year. The 100th year, and mm. what a way to kick it off! Yeah, it was the classic matchup: Packers Bears. Mm. And the four of us all uh, went to Allery's in St. Paul. One of is it the only uh, Bears bar in the, the only, Twin Cities? It's the only one I'm familiar with. Um, I have to say, I was a little disappointed. I heard some legends of Allery's uh, with the uh, being a lot more dank. Oh it yeah, was, it lost the dank. It wasn't I would dank. Say. Where was the dank? If, yeah. if I may, the dank, we like dank. I, I did see one little hint of dank as we were leaving the establishment. Um, <laughs> like, sure. Specifically, a gentleman and a lady who had certainly not walked oh, in together. Okay. Um, we're certainly leaving together and making uh-huh. it well known what was going to be happening. Nice. The rest of the see, night. when I left, there was a gentleman who Dramatic. looked like he had recently been knocked out by the bouncer who Ooh. was right at the uh, exit. Definitely a bear. Uh, there was bar. a police yeah. officer who okay. was there attending to the situation. It had some so. edges to it for sure. It was definitely a route. It was a rowdy crew, way rowdier than any Packers bar I've ever been to. I, mean, I would say. I mean, yeah, the Bears fans—they did not I, disappoint. Unlike, I, unlike their fan, uh, the, their team, and the fans did not disappoint. And this was a Thursday night too. Oh yeah, mind you. Yeah, I mean the first Thursday night. And obviously, you know, the opener is is has its own sort of sort of magic to it. Um, but overall, I actually really enjoyed uh, Allery's. The one thing I will say. Um, there don't get the the food off the grill. It's not eh, no tough, tough ever. It's, it is hard to beat Moose's like seven pounds of wings for four dollars. Yeah, <laughs> the deals, it is. yeah, yeah. We're we're still a Moose on Monroe podcast first and foremost. But Allery's it has a small corner of our heart now. You know, Maybe once a year kind yeah, of thing. Well, I'd, yeah, I I do twice even. 
Wow. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, we might have to make the pilgrimage back because uh, I had a great time. Uh, I was sporting my Lions gear. <laughs> you and there was there was another there's there another, another Lions yeah. fan. There's more. She than wasn't one. wearing any Lions stuff though. Yeah. You like but you the, got shit for it too. <laughs> like yeah, it was yeah. a, you weren't there long before you got shit for wearing a Lions shirt. Well, I think people were more confused, and it's yeah. a it's a low hanging fruit yeah. as well. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about the actual game. Um, Probably the ugliest game I've seen in a while. I, that's, it was truly awful yeah, football. That you could, not, both sides. you could not be farther from the truth. It was a classic defensive slugfest by, uh, defensive. by yeah. if I may, the two greatest defenses in the NFL today. I, I you think, may not. Well, I did. Hmm. So um, obviously the score shows 10 to 3 that these are the top two defenses in the NFC North, first of all. I um, guess stats don't lie. Stats sure. do not lie. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Please. I would say is a good evaluation of the defenses is that not the score per se, um, but that there was only one turnover uh, in the entire game. And it was uh, and that turnover uh, was brought down by a bear <laughs> who is still more bear than Packer. Sure. I mean, <laughs> at this point, he has played more, more games for the Bears than the Packers. I'll give you that much. There but you are. At the end of the day. Um, I think he reeled it in for the right team to take home a 10 to three victory on the road. Big upset. Wouldn't you say uh sausage? Uh, I wouldn't say <laughs> big upset. I mean, I, I did have higher hopes for, for uh, the bears uh, coming into that game, but I mean, is it really a road game with Rogers in soldier field? <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. Fair. Yeah, he does kind of own well, that place. He, sucked. he fucking sucked yeah. in that game. Yeah. He did not. He did not suck. It was that the Bears' defense was very, very good. I will, I will give them all the credit all right. in the world that they did an excellent job containing the best quarterback in the league. I got. Um, I got to interject here. I cannot let this one fly. Whereas, <laughs> it, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You finish your thought. I, that was rude of me. Yeah, and, that and, was rude. And the Packers did an before. excellent job stopping the second best quarterback in the league. <laughs> uh, wow. This is like the nicest I've seen you like, be to a Bears fan ever. Beefcake. This, this is just like, his way of like gloating yeah, after it, a win. It, it is like double edged. Look at his eyebrows. Goddamn go. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to say the quarterback play in this game was putrid. He had Rogers staring down open receivers and not throwing it. I don't know what Mitch was doing, but it wasn't playing quarterback. I think Mr. Biscuit. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> Thank God they took a, you know, a break from the tradition of having the Super Bowl champion and like Tom Brady play in order to have like these two quarterbacks play. I, I feel like if you combine both these quarterbacks together, you get all of like the indecision of Christian Ponder with all the shittiness of Christian Ponder. Like these two guys uh, are like uh, two halves of Christian Ponder, you know, like a Wonder Twins activate power thing. Uh, it was Who terrible. Is Christian Ponder? Uh, exactly. <laughs> He's nice. one of those Vikings quarterbacks. Um, Real nice. Yeah, Legendary. It just, it felt like I was watching like a 2010 Vikings team out there. It was oh, really yeah. bad. He's uh, he's the one that our friend Lance named his son after, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Future guest. <laughs> oh, Lance. my God. Shout out. That, <laughs> you set that up I very nicely. Lance, who moved to uh, to Wisconsin. Yeah. Shout out Lance from Wisconsin. Lance from Wisconsin. Possibly Oshkosh. Uh, I saw a stat, and maybe, Professor, this is more your wheelhouse, but I saw a Clearly. stat uh, from, what what is it, Pro Football Focus? Yeah, yeah the one that, that dudes on the internet cream themselves over. Hell yeah. Uh, but they were saying that Rogers' uh, accuracy, not his like, completion percentage, but his accuracy, uh, 
however they determined that, was 33% on his throws, which is lowest of all 32 yeah. qualifying quarterbacks for but, that week. I, I mean, well, that's true. His, his When he completed passes, they were like we'll, really high or really and low. We'll, and we'll circle back to this, but you said a very important word there, Sausage, uh, qualified passers, because there's one uh, quarterback we will mention later that did not qualify, I'm oh. sure, 100%. Oh. Wow. Because he's a bum. <laughs> Dang. Ouch. Dang. Didn't mean to jump the gun. Yeah, there, there we go. I like it. I like it. But, but actually, that I always jump. The gun. <laughs> um, I just um, wanted to say really quick, too, uh, after the game, there was uh, one of the Packers defensive backs uh, basically kind of broke down the, the defensive strategy uh, that they employed and yeah, basically said, a good quote. hey, we, uh, you know, we have to make uh, Mitch Trubisky play quarterback and we knew we'd win. Um, <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that was about as... That was that was almost that was as a good. Clean as, burn. Yeah, that's a clean burn. Absolutely, no that's flags. Almost as good as Charles Woodson saying, "Hey, when Jay's on the field, he's going to throw us the ball." That's <laughs> that's a really good one too. But like one A, one B, man, that was I I really got hyped off that one. Yeah, it. I mean, who do you think? Uh, I mean, going forward, sausage. Do you have confidence in Mister Biscuit as like a playoff quality quarterback going forward? Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at uh, different uh, quarterbacks that have won the Super Bowl before, like Brad Johnson, sure, and you Dilfer. look at yeah, Trent Dilfer, you know, things along those lines. Yeah, I would say yes. I would say yes. There you go. Okay. As a, as, a Bears, as a Bears fan, I mean, this is about as good as you can hope for as a quarterback. Like, it doesn't get better than than Mr. Biscuit. Yeah. Is, that, is that accurate? Mm, Smoking Jay had some good years. Yeah, yeah he you know, did. Yeah. Field of stats feed, baby. Um, Kate McCown. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Kramer. That was See, back when I was in. Well, back. I mean, I was I was born long before you guys. So back when I was in my seventies. But you're right. Um, anyhow, one thing, one uh, one victory I do want to talk about from the Bears game um, is the field goal uh, yes, game, the kicking was, game. Wow, um, relatable. And it actually relates to my buns of steel award. I would like to get <laughs> yes. out. We've been waiting with bated breath yeah. for your buns of steel award. So, so I'm going to give my buns of steel award this week to. You probably guessed it, Eddie Pinero, for Eddie. not kicking the field goal itself, but following it up with the kicking uh, kicking the kickoff out of bounds yeah. for a penalty. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is ballsy yeah. stuff to uh, show, like, no, I can do this part of the job. Forgot about the rest of it. Yeah, right. I, remember, I remember them showing his dad in the stands and just being like, if he misses this kick, like, this guy's dead. Like, he's dead and he's going to watch his son get murdered, too. It's, it's not um, good. Are you concerned that they passed up, like, a 40-yarder to go for it on 4th and ten? Uh, I thought that was uh, that was not Matt Nagy's best game of play calling. That I think uh, that's been um, that's been written about a lot this last week. Yeah, um, I think they did thirty passes in a row at one point when there was a one score game. It would be one thing if the offense was clicking a little it's bit better great. there, and also like Eddie. I saw a clip the other day of when he was playing for Florida and he hit like an eighty-one yard field goal or something <laughs> like that. Uh-huh. Like he kicked it from the other forty. Wow, like, which I don't think I did that math right, but it's something like ridiculous wow. like that. Yeah, so he he kicked like an incredibly long uh, field goal. Yeah, that's almost eighty. So yeah, exactly. So I mean, he he definitely has the leg for it. So I think you can trust him with a forty. But I think Matt Nagy's brain did break um, on that, in the Philadelphia game, and I think he's still recuperating from right, that. Right. <laughs> it's taken. It's like six months later. It's still like. Yeah, it well, takes a while to get the uh, the mental component back. Maybe he didn't do any coaching in the preseason either. I guess, yeah, uh-huh. I guess I'll say that a big part of it was, you know, you can talk about uh, these, uh, specifically the offenses, the quarterbacks not taking snaps in preseason, but 
Overall, I thought it was an excellent way to start the hundredth season. It's a bit of a throwback game, you know. Mm, back uh, to when football sucked. Yeah. Do, you, yeah. do you guys think that the Thursday night, the first Thursday night game of the season, is just cursed to be super boring from at least a like a point scoring point of view? Because wasn't last season too yeah. also like a super low scoring we've had, game? We've had a lot of um, bad Thursdays. It's either been a blowout or a super low scoring game. They they've really never been like I'll say good close, you know. 30 to 27 or something like that. It's almost like they should have had Tom Brady playing. I don't know. Oh, uh, and before we move on, sorry, uh, Rob with an H, I know you want to, you're, you're, you're pointing to your watch right now. <laughs> you're kind of giving me the rabbit. Yeah, motion, the two minute but, drill. Um, one thing I <laughs> did want to point out, uh, a ridiculous part of that game was, I, I think it was in the fourth when the bears ended up like having a first and 40. It was right after like a long ball too. Like oh, they, yeah. they caught the, it was like they were going to be like first and goal at the 10 or something. And then it turns into first and 20, first and 30, first and 40. Well, and also it was after, well, part of that was an offensive pass of super light offensive pass. Yeah, interference it was a little call. touchy. It was a little touchy. A little ticky tack. I mean, the refs were all over the place for on both teams the whole game. Like mm. they, they obviously didn't see any preseason action. Yeah. Um, did this? Sorry, I pulled the mic away from you before. Uh, um, did you? <laughs> just, I'm tired of your shit. Um, <laughs> did uh, I? I didn't pay close enough attention to the other NFC North games this uh, uh, this week, at least in relation to this. Were there any of the like? This should have been called uh, pass interference uh, challenges in those games. They had one in the Bears game, which I thought was oh, really weird. Of like the, the challenge, the absence of a call. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, Zimmer challenged like one that was called, um, and we lost it. And it was probably not the best challenge, but there yeah. wasn't like the the challenge in a negative, the lack of a call. I, I think that was more of a that was um, weird. That was more of a hey, let's give this a shot, see how much it takes for them to overturn it because a new rule this year. And you know, Matt Lafleur is just like. You know, let's let's throw one out there. Take a timeout. We were going to take a timeout anyway. Stall the drive, kind of thing. So, might as I will say I don't like giving him a lot of credit, but uh, I will say that was smart because the Bears were somewhat rolling at that point, and that did kill all momentum. That was about all the momentum they had in the entire game. <laughs> Dang, didn't notice anything in the uh, Detroit uh, Cardinals game. Um, there are a couple calls down the stretch that I wish they would have challenged because <laughs> it would have led to a certain Detroit victory, but we'll get to that in a yeah, second. Yeah. No Any other impressions on the opening game of the uh, 100th season? Uh, Packers got the best defense ever and uh, they'll sure. win the Super Bowl, obviously. It's, it's amazing what the lack of Clay Matthews can do for a team. <laughs> right. He had a sack this weekend. Oh, <laughs> good wow. for him. Okay. Uh, let's move on to uh, the Vikings game. Uh, Falcons came on in. I think the Vikings pretty thoroughly dominated yeah. uh, the Falcons and uh, showed a... I think that they have a winning formula in not relying on Kirk Cousins, dare I hey, say it. Yeah, hey there, hey there. <laughs> he threw the ball 10 times? Yeah. Well, you know what? When you go up like 14 to 0, like five minutes in the game, like the play calling changes a little bit. But, but yeah, I mean, if you're a Falcons fan... Like five minutes into your opening game, you're already down by two touchdowns. That's like a punch in the face. It was like, uh, could you have imagined a better way to start the game for the Vikings than no? A, I mean, like, I mean, what a block punt, touchdown, three and out, touchdown, right? Yeah, no, More, it was a, no, it was an interception. interception. And, oh, excuse and, me, and then a blocked punt, and then a three and out. But yeah, it was the game was over before it started. Um, I mean, if we're talking about dominant defense, is a defense that gives your team the ball in a scoring position and lets you get an early lead. Sounds like maybe the best defense in the NFL to me. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Too easy. Too, Too easy. No? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, they, 
I'm sorry. Let's take a look at the scoreboard because the numbers don't lie. Mm. They gave up 12 points, which they would have lost to either the Packers or the Bears if that that's a if good they had point. Played them. Yeah, when you when you look at that one Very stat in point. isolation with no other context, again that word, you are correct. So I, nice. I job. don't agree often with the beefcake, but I definitely agree <laughs> in this here. Case, yeah. um, Professor, did you enjoy seeing Delvin Cook's one game of healthy play? Yeah, I mean, we we, <laughs> we said that he would, I, I said that he's going to come out and dominate week one, um, and then we'll see what happens after that. So the, so far, the formula is on. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was cool to see the Vikings offensive line like open holes uh, for the running back for once. I haven't seen that in like three years. So that was pretty thrilling. Um, yeah, and then obviously Kirk only had, had 10 passes. And, and I realized that... Although he dropped back for 11. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he, let's talk about that pressure real quick. He, he was pressured on like four out of his like 11 dropbacks or something, which is or five out of 11, mm, nice. which is pretty concerning. Significant <laughs> percentage. Yeah, pretty concerning. So we might have to keep it to 10 but, just to keep him alive. But to his credit, there are no stats on his performance because he did not qualify for any stats, <laughs> sure. obviously. Um, if he didn't even meet if the count minimum quarter, threshold. If he count his quarterback sneaks, he did break 100 yards on the day. Uh, but a, a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown, which is more than you can say about the Packers running backs. He was backs. on my fantasy team, And what team, about actually? that stupid dance he did? Oh, that dance was so fire. God. All right, let's go. So here's the thing. You like that? You like that? Uh, the, the thing about this game that really worked is we figured out who Kirk Cousins is. Okay? because Just now. After, like, after signing him to the goddamn club. And, <laughs> and we've been trying to figure out, like, who is this guy? How does he tick? And we figured out Kirk Cousins is a football dad. He's a football daddy. Um, he's the football daddy of the NFL because he is like the most dad dance moves. His his pizza ranch commercials are the most like dad humor pizza commercial, which by the way, look for a blog post coming soon about breaking down oh, Kirk Cousins' uh, pizza ranch commercials. He has three of them on you YouTube blog? and they're all awesome. Well, it's the Kings of the North blog. We have a, it's part of the website. Is it a live journal? <laughs> it could be. We, we, could, be. Li- we could live blog the, well, uh, the next game. Well, no, because my mom took my journal, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but between like the, the terrible dance moves, the questionable grilling techniques, the uh, the unwillingness to chug beer, and like just kind of the awkward humor, Kirk Cousins is the ultimate like suburb dad. He's the suburb dad of the NFL, and I, for one, as a homeowner in a suburb, find him incredibly relatable and charming. So, see, uh, as Kirk an, Cousins, you are my daddy. As an expert on daddies myself, I do not uh, share your opinion. Um, yeah. I know plenty of daddies through my day, and uh, you're the expert. Uh, yes, a hundred percent. Been there, done that. Go, daddy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Kyle Rudolph said that he learned his dance moves from Adam Thielen, who is also a daddy as well. Um, Kyle Rudolph who had no receptions. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But um, concerning. You know, that's all good. Um. So obviously, Kirk um didn't have the strongest first game. So. It would be pretty pretty absurd for me to like crown him as an MVP candidate at this point. So I guess I'm just going to have to say Delvin Cook, future MVP. That's my takeaway from this game. If you want to crown him, then crown their ass. Uh, R.I.P. Denny. So, oh, okay. Sorry, Delvin Cook, most valuable patient. Oh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Nice. That uh, little delay there worked for you. Uh, I also I feel like I need to call it uh, Xavier Rhodes. The roads were closed on Sunday, as they often will be uh, for the rest of the season. Um, I know you're going to start talking about Devontae Adams. He's already shut down him like four times no, in a row. So I was I'm not worried talk about that. About how he was limping the whole game. Yeah, went off multiple true. times to get checked so, out. So we like stats, obviously. 
On oh yeah, gee, I on, can't wait. On plays where uh, Xavier Rhodes is guarding Julio Jones, he was targeted three percent of the time. All right, on, nice. On plays, very nice. Where uh, Julio Jones was not guarded by Rhodes, he was targeted seventy percent of the time. Basically, saying that he was so well covered that he wouldn't even like throw sure. in that direction. So the roads are very much closed, as, and he had zero catches as Xavier Rhodes is on him. Um, which you know is something to look forward to. Can he uh, stay on the week. field though? That's the question. He played like mm. the, he played missed one play. He missed one play. I, I don't know. That could have changed everything. That one play. So yeah, well, to summarize, it's your classic dominant Vikings defense, best in the league, uh, an efficient, strong running game, and um, you know, uh, efficient situational passing uh, for like positive chunks of yardage. Uh, it's just a beautiful game. Couldn't have been better. Um, any parallels between? Uh are you starting to see a pattern between last year and this year where the Vikings started off hot out of the gate and oh, then yeah. uh, collapsed? No. Two years ago. No, no pattern. This is different. Yeah. Are you going to make predictions? I remember last year you made the prediction that after the Vikings beat San Francisco that <laughs> San Francisco would beat both Chicago and Green Bay. And Detroit. And Detroit. How did that turn out? They did beat Detroit. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of three. And had Jimmy Garoppolo not gotten hurt, well, they still probably wouldn't have beat you because he turns out he sucks. But... Um, yeah, I got a I mean clean I, hit. I feel I feel like Delvin Cook MVP is a pretty hot prediction. So uh do you want more? Is that not enough? Are you not entertained? No, not <laughs> really. Okay. But that's that's common right. for most of your listeners. <laughs> Damn. Enough. All Damn. Right. Um let's move on to the final and most scintillating Agreed. game of the NFC North. Agreed. Uh Lions traveling to uh, Arizona to the desert fire. and a <laughs> unbelievable tie. 27 all <laughs> couldn't believe it <laughs> made it all the way to overtime get that tie out of the i way. believe the uh the lions were uh leading 24 to 9 in the fourth quarter is that correct uh that's correct mm. it was 18 unanswered uh points as yeah. i recall in the fourth quarter that's pretty bad uh yeah larry fitzgerald larry fitzgerald God. all of a sudden came uh came alive um, mm. He was taking a nap or something. He's kind of like borderline man. timeless at this point. Like how oh, old is certainly. he? Yeah, he like, is. That ass never quits, though. Mm. That's for sure. <laughs> My goodness. I trem- also enjoy that tremendous ass. Um, <laughs> Kyler Murray re- really, uh, he was absolutely dreadful in the first half. But then well, turned then it on. Turned it on in the second half. That's they, what you want from a franchise quarterback. Right. So, in his rookie year, you want sparks, you know? He doesn't have to put the full thing together. Just see that there's something there and that he belongs. I was extremely happy that this was a national. Well, I don't know if it was nationally televised, but it was uh, certainly on game, in yeah. our uh, our region. Um, yeah, I'm disappointed. That should have been a should have been a W for uh, my Detroit. Disappointed, Lions. but not surprised. No, but I mean that, that was a very said, Lions meltdown. That, well. It was a melt. What you would expect, though, as the culmination of that meltdown is that they would have just lost and sure. they they wouldn't have been able. They would have lost in overtime. Right. But they had uh, the clutch punt to really seal things. Well, they they shut them down. They had a goal line stand to initially on that first drive and sure, overtime sure. to hold them to a field goal. Um, so I've got some different. Uh, there's some positives to take away. Stafford looked great, particularly in the first mm. half. My boy, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, he had a coming out party. Had an un- first game of the season at a coming out party. So. That was very uh, encouraging. The defense looked good in the first half. And you know what? They could have easily folded and just straight up lost that game. But at least they held it to a tie. So, yeah, I um, I will say <laughs> when I was watching that game, I, my immediate thought were, wow, the Lions are back to be <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> the yeah. one thing I'll say about this game that I was very I actually really liked that it went through the entire overtime period. 
because obviously I watched the you know the, the the Vikings game at noon and then immediately switched to the Lions game. By the time that was done, I could immediately switch to Sunday Night Football. Did, I didn't even have to go through it did the like, yeah, it was a weird seamless hour transition. It, yeah, was, was, it was pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the NFL needs to like set up an overtime every three o'clock game just to kind of right. help bridge it a little bit. Goodell like can that. make that happen. Did you guys notice that the with like 15 seconds left in overtime? The Lions were like on their own 15 or something. Almost. And basically they were just trying to run out the clock and Stafford threw a pass that should have been. Yeah, it yeah. should have been a pick six. Oh, should have been a pick six or at least like a chip shot field goal for that, the win. That would have been the best. That would have been, yeah, that that been that more, awesome. That would have been the most Vikings. That was pretty what? awesome. That guy hit his, his hit his hands on the side of his head so hard <laughs> that if he wasn't wearing a helmet, yeah. he would have crushed his toe. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, I awesome. will say, Beefcake, one of your predictions about the Lions ah. going 0 and 20. It's no longer. Nope. They're yeah. on the road to 0, 0 and 16. Yeah, that was, yeah you, you got you to eat crow on that, that one, baby. That would be uh, and a man. playoff berth. I think. <laughs> Do you think if they like if they tied the first eight games, they would just keep going for a tie just to be the only ones to ever I think do they it? would. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. Do you think they'd get a wild card spot with because I guess oh oh and 16 would be the same as an eight and eight season theoretically right yeah. i mean yeah. chip chair chance yeah you never know in this division yeah. and with a lot of momentum going into the postseason <laughs> that could go anyway <laughs> you're, yeah. you're not wrong uh, yeah i think oh and 16 is in contention for, sure. for the yeah. entire division um I, I think the one thing i gotta say is that we actually need to like make up a new like KOTN like character who's a uh, a Cardinals fan just so you have somebody to kiss after this tie. What do you mean make up a character? Oh, I mean yeah, we, our our, we our Cardinals it. friend who we haven't talked about before. We need to get him on so we can kiss him. That's what I meant. Yes. Uh, I mean, it, it it's going to lose a little bit of the spontaneity now that you've you know kind of <laughs> well uh, straight up you know requested somebody. But uh, I'm, 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 I'm open to that. Sort we of we stuff. have a deep bench of uh, Cardinal fans interested oh, in kissing sure. you. So they're, they're we'll awesome. get on the subreddit and find somebody. <laughs> There's got to be some like Larry Fitzgerald's family or something still around. Ooh, that's, all right, that's Larry Fitzgerald Senior. That's a great idea. All right, actually. yeah, I like yeah, that a lot. Sounds like a, a zany uh, side character who'll be joining the podcast soon. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I like it. Okay, well, it was an unbelievable uh, first week of games. It started off terrible with that awful, horrible, yeah. no good uh, Packers Classic. Bears game. Classic game. Pretty boring. Throwback. Boring uh, uh, Vikings Defensive game. Slug Nothing fest. really to take from it. At and then it ended. Highlights in it. Then it ended with uh, tremendous drama by the Lions. <laughs> so uh, ended as it should. Well, when we come back, we're going to do extra special segment we are going to play doctor come back with us We are back on the Kings of the North. And now it's time uh, for an extra special game. Getting a little warm. We haven't done it in a while, it feels like. Uh, It's time for us to play Doctor. We're ready for that? Ooh. Yeah. I'm always ready. Set the tone. Let's go. Get your stethoscopes on. (laughs) Tongue depressors? (laughs) One of my favorites. Daddy. So the way I told you. The way this is going to work, then, uh, 
Um, we're going to go ahead <laughs> and uh, we're going to uh, give uh, the symptoms and then also give the cure Ooh. for all of our NFL uh, ailments. Mm. Um, anyone in particular who would like to go first? I think uh, we should let our esteemed guest to pull a sausage go first. Sure. He's very steamy. That's all right. right. So I've, I haven't played this game with you before, so uh, uh, excuse me if I break format. But also, uh, I don't care. Um, That's the so spirit. I'm, uh, I'm going to be diagnosing uh, a certain green and yellow team. It's green Ooh. and yellow, right? Are, are you sure? Okay. It's piss yellow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think, I think it's piss green. yellow. Um, anyhow, I'm going to be uh, diagnosing uh, the quarterback of uh, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers. No with, cure. Uh, Pull the plug. With uh, <laughs> testicular torsion, Ooh. which if you're not if you're not familiar with what that uh, what that disease is, it's when you get hit really hard in a sack and things get really jumbled up, uh, and yep. you can't perform as well as you uh, sounds bad <laughs> as you used to. Um, so it's it's hard to cure. It is hard to cure. It takes surgery. So uh, so Rogers, while I believe he'll be back next week, um, he's going to have to work more on how to prevent this. Um, so I'm what I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was well timed. Um, so what I am, uh, what I'm prescribing, uh, as his doctor is, uh, he needs to create a cup, a cup around him. Um, and cup in this stands for, uh, so C-U-P, um, <laughs> I knew I just spelled it out for beefcake. Yep. Um, uh, stands for confidence unstupid players he needs to surround himself with competent yet and also unstupid players wow wow that's uh um that was quite i i kind of trailed off a little bit in the middle of it but i got the lab the cup at the end um yeah i think uh they've got plenty of competent and unstupid players but uh he certainly needs to get hit less i'll give you that much um damn that hurts I'm 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 having a little trouble performing right now myself. <laughs> performance. Remember, anxiety. kids. Protect your quarterback. Testicular torsion is a serious uh, is a serious ailment. Uh, remember, teach, touch, tell. <laughs> Protect <laughs> your quarterbacks. <laughs> professor could learn a little TQ. bit about that. Well, uh, let's go to the professor. Oh, okay. Then. Let's. Uh, well, you got the next uh, next doctor's <laughs> appointment. Well, since we're talking about quarterbacks. Um, I've been doing a little analysis and diagnosis, and you might you may have not heard this before, uh, sausage. But apparently, Mitch Trubisky has troubles throwing left. Ooh, oh. <laughs> yeah, he has a he goes right really well. He's great at going right. He cannot go left. Um, so I'm going to prescribe him a copy of the Communist Manifesto so he can go left a little bit better. Because um, yeah, that's, uh, even as the game losing interception, going left. Well, you know me. I'm all about the free market, so I can't. <laughs> I can't get behind this. But there is something to be said about Trubisky's inability to go left, and I actually admire that uh, for him. I think we should be going way further right in this country, and that includes the football field. Stream right, out of bounds. Throw it out of bounds every play, kind of thing. Yeah, the left is out of bounds, isn't it? All right, good. Well, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna jump in here because uh, I've got something for uh, Mr. Biscuit. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I'm going to take Pile more of the role of uh, not so much an MD and more of a, like a psychiatrist or psychologist. Okay, sure, sure. So notice that Mr. Biscuit, he looked tense, nervous, anxious. Flustered, if you will. Flustered. And so I'm going to prescribe him just generic antidote because he needs some alone time to get the poison out. 
kind of get some of that uh, that anxiety, you know, just, so, just help him relax a little bit. So just anything, uh, just something to get the poison out of him. I am, on the other hand, a huge advocate of that. Yes. <laughs> I think all around the table. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we're yeah, unanimous. We, yeah, here, <laughs> we've all indulged in the, the antidote to get the poison out uh, <laughs> from time to time, you know, during those lonely days. Which I'm currently going through. Okay, <laughs> let's go uh, to uh, the beefcake. Mm. Then uh, you're next. In you know, the I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna kind of go off your psychiatrist thing um, that you were kind of doing through, doing there, Rob. Uh, I'm gonna diagnose one Antonio Brown. Ooh. Um, obviously, there's been some weird <laughs> shit going on here. Very weird. Um, but I think he legitimately may have borderline personality disorder. Mm. Um, you, of course, know all about that, Rob. I um, do. <laughs> so Absolutely. there's no pill is going to cure this. There's no easy cure. To the pill? Um, that's for sure. But there is one man that I know of that has learned to live with this disease, really prosper with it. So I'm going to uh, prescribe, actually, a six-step system oh. for Antonio Brown. Okay. C-E-N-N-I-S. <laughs> The dentist system. Ah. Antonio Brown needs to start running this system and to, you know, really just just, just find a way to live with this disease because it's not going anywhere. I think we can agree with that. The value he's been demonstrating has not been very good. Yeah, he needs yeah. to start out with a, value to build you gotta start out with a hard D, yeah. a really big, fat, good D yes. to really plant your seed in the ground, you yeah. know? <laughs> he might he might have hit uh, engage physically in the, well, the wrong he way. Jumped, a little he jumped bit. the yeah. gun. A we bit. know that he's got no problem separating entirely. Yeah, that he's great. Yeah, at once that. he gets there, he's fine. Yeah, so there, there are some ups and downs in the system for him. He's got to he's got to tune him in. Tune him. You're right. I agree. All right, good call. Well, that's uh, quite a diagnosis uh, you've got there, Beefcake. Uh, let's move back uh, to Depolo Sausage. Then uh, your second diagnosis. Uh, so my second. Uh, my second diagnosis is for a uh, one of the three mats in the um, in the NFC North uh, head coach ah. head coach division. Um, so I am uh, yeah. So or yeah. Professor, you are saying uh, yeah. Zimmer off the hot seat here. So um, Matt Patricia, he uh, my boy, yeah. Bravo the Nate just his head just snapped over towards me. <laughs> That's right, um, Matt Patricia. Eyes gleaming. As you as you know, he's going through quite a bit right now. Mm. I am I I've tested him. I found uh, that uh, one he's got an injured foot. Yeah, as you know, he has to get carted around. Also, he's got a problem with calling uh, timeouts. He's got an issue with his mouth. Oh, so yeah. I'm diagnosing him with uh, hoof and mouth disease. <laughs> <laughs> and and boys, you know, there's only one oh, one boy. cure for that. Whoa. Oh God! Put the gun away! Oh no! Oh no! Holy shit! This I, is this is not a concealed and carry uh, permit uh, studio. Here. Oh, he took that. He had, he had that little like ankle uh, <laughs> gun holster. You guys didn't notice the double bandoliers that I'm wearing? <laughs> I thought yeah. it was a fashion statement. Mm, yeah, <laughs> they're actually full of harmonicas. <laughs> yeah. Big John Popper guy. I just, I just thought you were going for Chewbacca as like a uh, a fashion icon. No. No, his functional as well as yeah, fashionable. I guess. All right. Well, I, I I had something similar to that in terms of the the stupid timeout that they called that would have iced the game if they would have just let Matthew Stafford do his thing. Yeah. That um, was bad. So hopefully they learn from that. 
Uh, so, yeah, you kind of took my thunder there, but that's fine. You did it very eloquently. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the professor, then, your next symptom. Don't worry. I got my, my second uh, second of three diseases here. Uh, also, is a Lions-related one. Uh, and we just got to go to, like, one of, like, the, um, the classic cures... Um, it works in a lot of situations. It helps cure choking. I just, we just got to mm. give Detroit a big Heimlich maneuver because, like, wow. that choke job, I've never seen anything like it before. Like, they tied. Wow. They didn't lose. <laughs> yeah. They sure did. Yeah, sure. It's good, like when you can still kind of breathe when yeah. you're choking. Yeah, just yeah, a little bit. Just it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't complete obstruction. Yeah, because well, the Heimlich got you there in time still, to save yeah, them. Yeah, you, you know? should still do the Heimlich maneuver in that yeah, situation. Yeah, it, just, it but, just seems like it's not a great way to live life and. Uh, blue, Honolulu blue is a good color, but I think the, the the face is getting a little deeper than that. So the Heimlich is much needed. You know what I love? You guys completely ignored the Lions uh, in previous years. Now, yeah. all we had a Facebook group chat going. Everyone was on the edge of their seats watching the Lions. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. At it the was... very least, I'm taking that. You know, I fell asleep during the Vikings game. It was a snooze fest. Hey, the first quarter so was at electric. At the very least... At the very least, I'm happy that the Lions are back on your radar. Sure. And in that, the Lions did not choke. They thrived. Yeah, I mean, if you're power-ranking excitement levels, Lions, then Vikings for a quarter, then like Green Bay and like whatever. Yeah, you know, it was boring. So. Yeah, horrible game. Great yeah, game. That's right. All right, uh, let's move on to the beefcake. Yeah, then. I've got one for the Lions as well, I Jeez. think. Jeez. Um, talking about my Lions. Pile on. Specifically, that Lions front seven on the defense. Um, mm. As a Mike Daniels expert... Um, this is obviously something he's brought to the team, and it has spread like wildfire. Sure. Um, I'm going to diagnose that front seven with diabetes. Um, oh. Diabetes? Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, boy, did they start off hot. I just got to say, their, their blood sugar was you know through the roof. They were yeah. flying all over the place. Where did you go? Man, they must have forgotten to take their insulin or something at, uh, mm. at halftime because... They slowed to a crawl, basically. But uh, hey, they pulled out of that tailspin at the very end, though. Yeah, I don't. I, they had yeah. a Werther's candy in yeah. the last second yeah. to get yeah. so the <laughs> Yeah, you always got to keep a juice box just in case. Um, and so, I mean, as we all know, there's really no cure for you know diabetes. So I think you just have to cut them all and start over. What? They just cut the whole team. Is this a is this a Cutler jab? <laughs> is this a Jay Cutler jab? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes. 100%. Jay. All right. You I mean, better cut them all. I think they should just do one. By the way, at I just have to say really too. quick Jay was on uh, on the TV at Thursday night. Boy, did he look good. He was, he, yeah. he had that Photogenic sweet starter jacket thing going on. He looked real good. You got to get in the announcer's booth sometime. Do you think if Jay came down at halftime and put on a uniform and came out into play the second half, the Bears would have won? They would have blown him out. 100%. <laughs> Wouldn't the Packers, by your logic, have won by more because of the pick sixes that inevitably would have come? Good point. I, uh, um, potentially, yeah, that's what I said. They would have blown oh, them out. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. All right, listen, uh, you and uh, your pronoun, you whatever. Oh, this is a banger. Hell yeah. Yeah, it is. That's right. Um, does anyone else have I, any? I've got I've got one more. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, go well, ahead. This is the big one. We've been keeping our eye on it for like a month now. We had another oh. instance of hashtag sweaty ass skate. Yes. Ah, yes. 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 I've been waiting to it, talk about it, this. It reared his ugly head uh, during the preseason with a fumbled snap. 
Um, you mean it reared its ugly rear? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I like it. Ah, yeah. its ugly rear. And I was kind of hopeful that maybe they'd figure it out in preseason and we wouldn't see it in the regular season. But as for not, there was a fumbled snap uh, in the Sunday game. And, and Kirk shrewdly fell on it. Uh, football daddy Kirk was all mm. over it. Sure. But <laughs> counts as a sack. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think another... Another sweaty ass-related fumble happened, so now, a lot of concerns. And there was recently, as of the last couple of days, an article in the Athletic about how Tom Brady has dealt with this issue before. Really, it turns out he's been shoving towels down sweaters, towels down as the center's butts for years now. He even like sometimes pours like baby powder. Like, like he, he himself yeah, does like it. Like he like so, there's like some of, of like new centers bonding, coming, like new centers in training camp. Dudes being guys, he, he calls them yeah. over to the sideline and he like grabs her pants and like pulls it open and like shoves a towel down there. Mm, and sometimes hell. he dumps like baby powder and whatever it's like a whole takes. thing. But wait a minute, that wait a minute. Seems like borderline assault, it's, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It's a little a little frisky certainly. But you know, this guy's we had, we had speculated that it might not be ass sweat. Right. And, oh. and, and I agree it might with that. be something you need to put something at the front yes. of the pants. And so so from diagnosing on at last we issues. left, we were doing a chemical analysis. Yes, um, it's still spinning. So after reading that article, inconclusive. Like, <laughs> while those are good enough solutions for Tom Brady, for for Captain, my Captain Kirk, um, I think we need something a little bit better. And since there's some like ambiguity as to the fluid in question here, mm. I'm going to diagnose center Garrett Bradbury with um, a pack of adult diapers, some depends, ah. sending them his way because I think that's going to kind of clear the whole situation. It couldn't up. hurt. That's yeah. for sure. No. Wow. And so hopefully next week we see kind of like a big like frumpy butt from him because there's like a big padded diaper and I think that's going to kind of go a long ways to restoring our Absolutely. run. Do you, do you think it could... I, I, uh, I wasn't here for you running the test. Do you think it could possibly be... <laughs> Uh, you know, because the ball is brown. Do you think it possibly could be <laughs> diarrhea and they're just un- unsure because it matches color? We have not ruled that diarrhea out yet. Lucy's, huh? Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> diarrhea is still in play, very much in play yeah. uh, in the situation. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, there's no conclusion yet. So until I figure out what the problem is, I have to. This is a temporary measure. Depends, is, I think, is my temporary solution for the time okay, being. Okay, sure. It's the the cure works for both. So. Yeah, exactly. I've heard that having like a sticker chart for good days is oh, helpful with this sort of yeah, stuff. Maybe put that up in the locker room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have a good day. You get a sticker, <laughs> like a little smiley Some face. Positive reinforcement. Yeah, that could be good. Yeah, exactly. He might need it. The rookie's having a hard time right now, so yeah, uh, we all need to right. rally around. We all him. need to be supportive. You know, playing the blame game, getting mad isn't going to help with any of this. Right. So hopefully we can get uh, the hashtag sweaty asket going on Twitter, trending, and then maybe we can bring some awareness to this sure. issue. It's right on the cusp of Rob, trending. Rob with an H, do you have a uh, gold bond bottle uh, <laughs> by color that you would... Green. Uh, you would <laughs> green. You'd we got to start. This is a emergency situation, so we have to jump immediately to the extra, extra strength. That's right. I forgot that green. you were a gold bond the connoisseur. Oh, I've seen Rob apply this, and then he, he ends applying it to his genitals like LeBron does with the, like yeah that's right yeah, yeah. It's, it's a sight to be seen yeah well I'm, I'm, I'm all about theatrics yeah, except it's not, it's not his hands he's clapping together though yeah big big old balls yeah well I'd be happy to donate some I have uh, got quite a bit because uh, it's just a little bit will do you and it's invigorating you you have like a industrial drum full yes. <laughs> yeah that's exactly Bar- right barrels. Buy in bulk. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, yeah. any other uh, diagnoses that we need to give? Wow. Okay. Well, that was uh, quite a quite a segment. Uh, but I think we're about to top it, gentlemen, because oh, yeah. when we come back, 
This might be the most contentious four-down territory this that we'll 100%. have. 100%. Feelings will, fly. will be hurt. Tables will fly. Guns will be drawn. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More? Again, they'll be drawn. Uh, so you're going to have to come down. back with us to check it out because this is going to be a doozy on Kings of the North.